This is To The Point. A Rhino experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. Hey, what's up To The Point listeners? It's your boy, Chris Yano, the host of To The Point Home Services podcast. Also known as TTP. That's the acronym we use around here. But I also got another TP in the studio today. He's back. And that is Back. Tall Hall Redman. Still ugly. Mm. Still has sucky hair. Coming in hot. <laughs> wow. Still asked me when he came in last night if he could go get a mani-pedi before we started this whole thing. <laughs> Here we are again, right where we <laughs> left off. You know, I thought we would have bridged the gap on this, but that's okay. That's Welcome right. back, dude. Dude, Welcome thank back. you, man. So interesting enough, like this is our first time kind of going live, so we're flirting with it around. So if anybody's watching the uh, one, two, three, four, five of you that might actually see this live. Hey, mom. <laughs> right. Hey, Chris's mom. Hey, Rhino and boys. <laughs> Um, but we, 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 we want to start doing some more live podcast recordings too. So I figured, yeah, we'll test this out on top all because, uh, the least amount of people will see this one anyway. <laughs> it's good to have you back in studio. Thank dude. you. It is good to be here. It's good to see that. I haven't seen the, the new office. It's been two years. So well, seeing all the new employees. So I see you forget you got to talk into the microphone. So make sure it's you're talking been a while. to it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, R- so, move. so how this thing came about is, you know, you, uh, we, we kind of talk about like the world that you live in is, is, um, in this e-commerce space, ah, say it. but yeah. I'm always listening. To, I'm always trying to pay attention to what else can the, the contractors do internally besides marketing to just make it all like tighten the ship. You know, mm-hmm. so I, the last few podcasts over the, over the a couple of weeks have been geared around things that they can do internally that, that they, that they can fix to max every lead, every call. So when you and, you and me were having this conversation, I think it was on like Saturday or Sunday or yep. something like that, right? So I reach out to Paul and I'm like, hey, dude, let's do a podcast. This is like this, like the the, the Saturday before he flies in on Monday. <laughs> this three, four days ago. Yeah. And uh, and he's like walking through the woods. I thought you were, you weren't camping? No. It no. seems like you're in the woods an awful lot Here there, dude. And the go. more I think about that, in the woods. I'm starting to, under, starting to think, you know, one, um, you know, first thing I was like, Hey, I won't quit you. No, that's not it. Oh boy. Um, but anytime I think of tall Paul, this is what I always hear. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that on three times. X. Gosh. You know, that is a bold thing to come at me with considering we spent multiple days in oh, a tent in the woods off the, off the grid. That's true. Um, that's but true. I'll just let that be. But yeah. A lot of time in the woods. I mean, it's North Carolina. The whole thing is woods really, but yeah, but uh, that's, you know what, uh, but it does seem like you like to be in the woods a lot too, which I, I think is cool. By yeah. the way. And I know you guys go backpacking with your kids and stuff like that a lot. So I don't, we don't do those things around here in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, well, at least we, we should like the Yano family does do those things. You can make a lifetime of memories in 24 hours in the woods with your, in the woods with your kid. You're going to say friends, weren't you? <laughs> I don't have friends. <laughs> My friends are here. Well, listen, it could be because, you know, like when you and I first met year, like years ago at this point, you know, I, I, I met Patal Paul and, and, um, I heard the first thing I thought was like, dude, this dude looks like this dude looks like Danny Tanner <laughs> Out from full house. <laughs> so for anybody who listened to uh, the podcast when Tall Paul used to be on here as my co-host before he fucked that up and <laughs> moved on and did his own little shitty podcast oh that nobody listens to. Uh, but your mom. <laughs> your mom. And mine. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it was one of my, like, one of my best Tall Paul moments, oh, dude, was, was your birthday gift so that, I, that I was, that I was so happy to give to you. And poor Frank Besednik was, oh, that was man. on his podcast never met him we never met right. him never talked to him before and i had this special this special message i want all the listeners to hear this because it was so so good good and this was i think in 2020 it's mm-hmm. happened and now uh but but you got to listen to this birthday gift that i gave danny tanner aka tall paul aka you know bob Saget's danny tanner so i thought yep. let's get bob on to give paul a special birthday gift Hey, tall Paul, Bob Saget here. Chris told me all about you, and I looked you up on the online thing, you know, on that Ethernet, the Ethernet, and (laughs) you seem like a good guy. 
Chris told me you look like me, which is kind of sad. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> and he said you act like Danny Tanner, which means you're you're a nice man. You're nice. very very nice. Well, Clean. I was playing a character. I ain't that nice. Although I do dust bust now, and I'm sure you've been doing that. I do. But I also heard that with your home services podcast. You, you do home servicing, so you go door-to-door? Are you a stud? Does your woman know about this? I mean, I know that you had a toolbox called a caboodle. That's true. So I guess that would be like the whole kit and caboodle. That's Is right. that what you meant? Because it's a fantastic kind of pun, play on words. But why would you call it the caboodle? It sounds dirty, man. It sounds like someone's butt. Um, anyway, I also know you're a great cyclist. Great. Do you use the seat or you just have that pole go up your ass? Because that works. You don't fall off a unicycle. I don't wear no seat. I just shove the pole right up my ass in my caboodle hole. Um, sounds like you're a good guy. Very so I don't know why I'm giving you a hard time. Me either. What the hell? If you're really nice, you deserve it. Uh, this is a time where we could use nice people because the world's tough enough, don't you think? I, I do. do. Um, and it looks like you could do a good podcast. I went through it online. Didn't find any dirty messages, nothing you odd, no fringe groups. But uh, I looked through. I didn't go into your profile because you scare me. If you look like me, I don't want to see too much of you. But I send you my best, man. And uh, to you and your family. And Chris, you seem like the best guy. No, of course. You're really That's holding him up. Part. You're yep. picking up the slack. I mean, Still, he named his tool Still picking kit. up the slack. Oh, kit and caboodle. That's so genius. What an artist. But uh, Chris, you seem really nice. And you want to help us... Help your friend out. So that's why you wanted me to do this. So uh, all I got to say, tall Paul, you know, if we're in a time where you can't, you got to protect yourself and be safe because of, of quarantine and stuff, maybe you use your skills. Instead of a Viagra, you just use duct tape and a pipe cleaner. I don't know. It's possible, tall it's Paul. It's possible. Um, I send you my best. Uh, best to you and both your families. And uh, I don't know, just keep riding that bike with the stick up your ass. Oh, my god! I wish you guys all the best. All right. Dude, that was so priceless. It was so priceless. I'll never forget. I was laughing so hard that I had a migraine. I literally got a migraine. I can see on the video the vein coming down my forehead. Then we had to interview Frank for the rest of that time. Um, and then he passed away. Yeah, Bob Saget passed away. So it's what a gift. But Timeless yeah. gift. You're welcome. That's the risky part about hanging out with people with a lot of disposable income. They could afford to <laughs> bring Bob Saget on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I just wanted That's, you to relive that moment again, I, too. Yeah, um, it's been a while. It's, anyhow, it was. It, it's good to get you back in thank here. You. And for those who don't know, um, Paul was a, was with uh, Contractor Commerce, um, been in the e-commerce side of things for quite some time now. And I really want to dig in into it a little bit. But also just he's been in the in the home services industry, the HVAC industry, for a long time. Like mm-hmm. 14, 15-ish years, somewhere around there. All of my working life, really. Yeah, so um, a lot of knowledge in this space, too. But we're just trying to make sure that we are continuing to talk or talk about this narrative of other things to do when if if demand is low, you know, I say demand is low because it it is. It's like I'm not saying it because it's still low, like, again. But but what are the other ways that we can – I'm not saying don't go after it because you still got to go after it. But what are the other things that people can do? And maybe some people can afford to do. Like, so what are the – what are the low cost things that they can accomplish? So as I was thinking through it this weekend, that's why I reached out to Paul or this, this past weekend. And, um, and this does fall into that. Sure. And so it's like, how can we, um, help the contractors with other things? So, so yeah, we'll talk a little bit about like what you, what you're doing and, and even like how the contractors are using it and yeah. what they actually have to do to even get engagement with it. Yep. Um, but then just like, let's just, shoot the shit on like, yeah. some of the other things that you're hearing too from the contractors versus what I'm hearing. So one, welcome back. Thank to, you. To the podcast. Thank you. I told you this morning on the car, you were like, I got a few things teed up and I'm coming into this playing pure defense, right? No idea what's going to be thrown at me and it's still pretty early. So, um, so far so good, but you, you know, you said something about like contractors trying new things. And one of the things just completely random, but one of the things that I've seen, like you and I have this um, viewpoint where we can kind of sit back and observe patterns over time. And what's so interesting, especially in home services and HVAC in particular, is like the patterns, that, the, the, the cycles that people go through and the cycles and the like the lack of, I don't want to say lack of learning, but like everybody does the same thing they've been doing for 10 years. And one of the mistakes that I'm seeing is like the pivot, the pivot, the pivot, like, oh, we're slow. So um, I... I'm slow. I was doing Facebook and I was doing Google ads. So now I'm going to do something completely different and they pivot and they change. And my message would be like, don't pivot pile, like try things on and test, but don't it's and not, or like, don't you have to at this point. And again, you're a marketing company, so I, I don't need to 
preach to the choir here, but like you have to have a 12 month strategy on organic and paid media period, period. End of story. Yeah. We were, uh, since you came in yesterday, um, before we shot the podcast, I had to go down and do and speak, like do a little speaking thing with a, a small room full of leaders. Right. And I wanted to, and I talked about some of these things on, um, other things you should be looking for. Yeah. Uh, because everything counts right now. Like you said, uh, it doesn't need to be, uh, or it needs to be and mm-hmm. too. Like you, you, you can do these, this and this and this. Um, but you, like the, I mean, we had a previous podcast on answering services because you and I both know <clears throat> it's been a bunch of shitty options for oh, yeah. so long. So we had that CSR coaching is something that still is, is a miss, even with the biggest. Like, yep. you know, we, we beta tested with any hour and we care and we still like, and they're phenomenal outfits and we still found room to in, increase there. Um, but this is another solution. By the way, branding needs to be on point. Like it's never yeah. been more important than it is right now. Uh, you know, I shared a little bit of in that in that uh, meeting a little bit about thinking outside the box. Right. <clears throat> and now is the perfect time to think outside the box. Yeah. So you can um, you can try new things yeah. and find out what does and doesn't work, or you can do what you've always been doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that like always scares me is you just do the same thing, you know, expecting a different outcome. Well, it's not right. the same. Yeah. It's not the same as it was in 2021 or 2022. So what I loved about building the business when we started Rhino in the beginning was it was at a time kind of similar to where we're, where we're at now. It was in 08 yeah. and people had to make a change. Yeah. Kind of like when we went into the pandemic, people had to make a change or pivot and try new things that they would normally never even been on the radar. Mm-hmm. But look how much good stuff people learn from it and look what it did for their businesses. So yeah. there's got to be something to it. Yeah. And, and the challenge that though is like everyone finally caught up to that. So now it's hard to differentiate. Yep. Like there's 102,000 HVAC contractors in the country and probably 15,000 that are like good, solid competitors against one another. And they've all got a, it. I'm not say all, but many of them have a great website. Many of them are doing SEO. Many are doing PPC. Many have the same offers and calls to action and all that that the other ones do. So now what? You know, how do you how do you differentiate? So yeah, I mean, I was using my good buddy Chad Peterman. I think that they're brilliant with their oh, marketing yeah. about yeah. out of the box thinking marketing, yeah. and they do a lot of good stuff too. That's like low. That doesn't you know like it doesn't cost anything. Right. It, they'll take their little cardboard cut out of them and put it at the state fair. Take it to the zoo. Like yeah. you know, just in, easy things to do. So thinking outside the box now is a perfect time to do it. And you have the perfect platform to do it in social because you might think that you're going to get a million people watching it. The odds are probably not. So test it out there and kind of see what the response is because it's low risk. So again, these are just some of the tactics that that you can use. So I'm going to give you the limelight for a little bit too on your e-commerce stuff uh, quickly, because here's what, here's where I want to start with for our listeners. Um, you know, like adding on the filters, like is kind of was like the the pillar product, you yep. know, to, to to run with was like how can we get filters, you know, the direct to consumer, um, and it make a little bit of money for the contractors and try to figure out some like automation in there too that just yep. is doing it for them. I think we found out that there has to be a plan in place for it to, mm-hmm. for it to actually work and and be executed on, um, and that's where I think we we hit a roadblock. Yep. Now, um, what has to happen there is. It's, it's a low barrier of entry to get something like that put onto the site because it's pre-existing. I'm sure you'll share how many yep. like customers you guys have. But what I really want to hit on is, okay, let's say that, that they, you know, they want maybe just a quick explanation of what it is, but then let's jump, jump right into how are like your best customers executing on it to yeah. actually make it work. Yeah. SmartAC.com, SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. So it's interesting. Saturday, when you sent me that text message, you'd called out e-commerce. And it was kind of a breakthrough for me because people in the industry up until this point really haven't used the word e-commerce. And over the last couple of years, I was like, man. Not we, in our world. Yeah, Not in sure. our world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> HVAC. So um, they would describe things like e-commerce, but they would never say e-commerce. And naturally, when a contractor hears e-commerce, whoever's listening to this, you might hear it. And naturally, 
exclude yourself from that conversation and think like, why would I sell equipment online? Like when I, this is an installed service. I need to go out to the home. I need to measure. And of course it's not what we're saying. Like you're just going to pivot and go from selling in person to selling online. But I think what's most important is like to back up just a little bit. Think about the modern consumer, including yourselves. Think about how you buy things, but not, not just how you buy things, how you shop for things. And if you look at Google search data, and this has changed from 2019 to 2020, the, the ratio of people looking for price is almost at parity with the, rice at ra- the rate of people looking for proximity. So it used to be you look for the best air conditioning company in Phoenix for, you know, local to you. Now the, you, the consumers want to get further down the path before they ever engage with someone. So the challenge is if you're a consumer and you're in Phoenix and you type in air conditioning pricing near me, you're going to get some solid search results. And every single one of them is going to be an online retailer who will sell direct to the public. Um, there's a manufacturer who has 13 approved vendors selling directly to public right now who will put a 14 sear air conditioner in your driveway on a pallet. I kid you not. That happens, okay? That is a strategy for manufacturers and distributors. Their, their toes are all on the line. So you're going to get one of those. You're going to get Lowe's or Home Depot, who they have great programs for a dealer in their market, but they'll put wholesale pricing directly online. Um, you'll find HomeAdvisor. Great. You know what HomeAdvisor will do? HomeAdvisor will answer a few questions and get you a quote and get you tied in with a local professional who can install it. And 10 people are going to be calling after that customer and you're going to pay for that lead. So I go back to like, what's the consumer want? The consumer wants to reduce uncertainty in their mind. They want to know like roughly, like they, they, they understand they want a home visit to customize. They don't want a home visit to start the process. They want to, they want to be further down the path. They're getting further down the path. They're just not getting there with a contractor. So like we have a, a contractor here in town who everybody knows Lou Hobica. I love Lou Hobica. He's, I'm going to have to start paying him royalties. You like a I, Hobica. Love, I love a Hobica. Hobica. And uh, he was one of the early adopters to system pricing and he is absolutely killing it. Not only, I mean, we can talk water heaters, we can talk systems, we can talk about his inside sales process. Um, but if a consumer's in, in this area and they type in bet, even if they're not looking for pricing, they're going to see on his Google business profile. Is that what it's called? Yep. That, see, I left Google my GBP? business. Um, they're going to see online estimates. Do you know how many contractors in Phoenix, Arizona offer online estimates? No, I don't tell Paul. Two and lose one of them. And you know who's really happy about that? Who's the second? Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he is. So Lou's it's really a competitive happy about advantage, that. Right? It's a competitive advantage. And then here's where I have to be really careful because I'm not an SEO guy and I don't play one. I have to believe that that favors SEO. Like I have to believe that if I'm in Phoenix and I want a pair of Ray-Bans and I'm typing Ray-Bans near me, I would have to believe that the websites would appear that allow me to buy Ray-Bans versus the ones who not even, not even considering like how much more time someone's spending on site, et cetera. Lou Lou just got, I get a copy on Lou's leads when they come in and uh, he had a lead come in last week and sold within a couple of minutes. Like he gets someone on the phone. So, um, so my whole point in that is step one, look at your customer look at their buying journey, and then ask yourself, are you just like everyone else? Does everyone else's website have the same like ability to convert? And that's my next point. So commonly, thank you for, I, I know I'm rambling here, but in most cases, you can convert a couple different ways from a homepage. You can call the call tracking number, best case scenario. This whole business, this whole industry is built around the word calls, right? We don't just use calls for phone calls. We use calls for service calls, like calls, 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 calls. But all the data in the world suggests that people call less than they ever have, ever, right? People want to just, te- and you know this, this is why you do so many things with technology. So if you have one way to convert calls, then the other way is contact form. And what's the other way? Maybe chat. If you put above the fold instant online quote, like less than 1% in the market is actually in the market for an HVAC system, which is why we're going to talk about filters and which is why I will die on the hill of filters, even though it like seems irrelevant to a lot of people. Less than 1% of this in them actively in the market. Um, and people are getting more quotes these days, not just because of inflation and all of that, but like people size things up differently. You can get like, you, you just bought a truck in um, Florida. Did you feel pretty good about that purchase? Yeah. yeah I felt fine about it. Cause you were able to get all the information. You knew the high side price, you knew the low side price, you knew all the different options. And I'm not saying like an HVAC system or a water heater is not a truck, yeah. but your uncertainty like you had no problem putting a credit card in, shipping that bad boy across the country because you were able to come to terms. Now you probably had to close the deal over the phone, right? Yes, exactly. So like you can yeah. say you bought your truck online, but 
No, you shopped for your truck online. And that's like the biggest thing I'm trying to teach contractors. Let the customer shop. Like let another thing in this, and I need to get to conversion here in a moment, but another thing that comes up is the language that's used in our industry. People talk about tire kickers. Oh, I ran, uh, I have two sales guys. They each ran two leads. Um, we had four, we had 20 leads this week, but half of them were tire kickers. And so they're like putting that on the customer. Like, oh, that's, they're, they're taking that value of, oh, they're a tire kicker. They're just a shopper. And they're putting that on the, like, that's a bad thing. Like who doesn't kick tires? Who doesn't want to shop? Like if I'm, if I'm a contractor in Arizona, I'm putting on my home homepage today, kick the tires, like get further down the path, like find out, kick, kick the tires. And then there's a whole strategy of like, what kind of pricing do you show? Is it monthly pricing? Is it full pricing? Do you show low end and try to get in the door and upsell? Do, do you, you show pricing at all? Do you show pricing at all? If you're um, Tom Howard with Lee's out in Fresno, sleeper using contractor commerce, mm -hmm. he has like his good, better, he has four, he does four options, good, better, best. Nice name drop. Whatever. No drop. No. You ever heard of him? <laughs> you ever heard Tom Howard is a guy? No big deal. Um, his base system is $20,000. So basically Tom has enough brand leverage and this is, this is where it gets tricky. And, and um, this is not widespread advice to everyone, but this is where it gets tricky. Like Tom has said, if you engage with our brand and you get a price of $20,000 and you don't like that, you weren't going to like it when we got out to your house anyway, like that you are not our customer. Now the trade-off that the gamble that Tom's able to make is he gets that quote. He gets, so the way he has set up his e-commerce store is, you have to give them your name, your address, your phone number, your cell phone number. You have to be, or you have to be in his service area, um, system type, fuel, fuel source, and uh, equipment location. Once you give all that information, then you see the price. But at that point, he's got an inside sales guy. Like if I went through his online quote right now, he'd have a sales guy calling me right now with a very, very different tone of like, Hey, is everything okay with your house? I saw that you're looking for an air conditioning system. There's not a, people don't always do that at Tuesdays and or whatever today is on Wednesdays <laughs> at two o'clock. Like, do you need us to come out and take a look at anything? Like that's how you, that is one customer he took away from his competitor. Now think about if that were, imagine you have, let me back up a little bit. So I said 1% of the market is in, maybe is in the market to change out their air conditioner. And you make that decision once or twice in your life. You have very little muscle memory for this decision. So when it has to be changed out, especially here in Phoenix, like it's a, some, it's a decision you have to make quickly and under a lot of pressure. So if you want to have four or five companies come out, like that's exhausting, right? And not all the companies are, it's, it's impossible to do apples to apples. And the whole industry will tell you why that you shouldn't do apples to apples. But as a consumer, you have to do apples to apples. You just have to know what you're comparing to. And when you see platinum extreme variable to like none of that kind of resonates, and so like the question would be is, is that customer going to go online and try to validate that? Yes. Are they going to see junk pricing and including equipment on Amazon? Yes. Are they going to go to Lee's and find a fully installed price for $241 a month from a company with 950,000 reviews, however many reviews you have. I was going to say 950, but I wanted to <clears throat> bump it up there. A I got bit. you, Tom. Um, would that be the second option for them? So well, I'll breathe. I'm going to stop you because you just rambled on for like a long period of time and it's actually completely avoided the first question that I asked. <laughs> um, you talked a lot about, I think, uh, what your, like what the ex consumer experience is, you know, yeah. how it's actually done, some of the success that some of the contractors are having, how they're using it. But there's some people in here right now that have no fucking clue what you're talking about still because yeah, yeah. – um, they're like, well, where is this? Is it, a, is it its own website? <laughs> yeah, is it yeah. on our, so I think maybe what you yeah. need to do in, uh, far less words yeah, is, no ex way. is explain just quickly, like high level, like what is what it, what it is like, okay. it, Hey, yeah. if I were to use contractor commerce and I'm a million dollar shop, a half a million dollar, like one, you know, one guy, um, what does it do for me? Like how, yeah. do, what is that? And how would I use that with minimal brand equity? So kind of be thinking about it from that perspective yep. too, because you did give an example of Lee's that has brand equity and can demand that type yep. of uh, price point. Cause that's their brand. That's their brand image. But a lot don't have that, especially yeah. a lot listening to the podcast or listeners. So uh, for those listening right now who have been confused, you're welcome. Confused. Were you guys confused? No, he was. <laughs> Bullshit. So contractor <laughs> commerce is a plugin that can go on your existing company website. So you don't rebuild your website. Any you website. take your, any website with the few exception of a few platforms that doesn't work on, but for the most part, any website. Yeah. And it allows you to turn your website into an online store for the things you're comfortable selling. 
and it, it's also modular. So like you can do indoor air quality products, you can do services and you can do duct cleaning. You can do, um, you know, things off the shelf. If you wanted to sell like a nest thermostat just off the shelf to a customer, you could do that. Um, and then even give quotes or sell fully installed systems. And so it's this idea of you have an existing website, your customers can only go through certain and do certain things on your website. Could you capture more of that traffic if you let them shop? That's one piece of it. Then there's the the whole operational side of it with filters, which, which we'll get into. But basically, it turns your website into an online store. To and part of your website, part of your website yeah. into an online store. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's so, like Shopify for home services. Yeah. So if um, anyone listening is and and if if Ryan, if you can put this in there too, if anybody's listening has questions, you know, we'll try to do our best to to answer them at some point in time. So Ryan, you'll just have to. Let us let me know if a question pops up, but please feel free to ask any questions along the way because this one typically does have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but the again, the, the initial play is all filters. Yeah, uh, the initial play. Um, it's one of the easier ones to imp- implement. Right. So so if if a, a contractor added the you know the e-commerce you know like Elise is an example, maybe just share like if you go there in Fresno. So if you type yep. in you know Lee's, um heating or lease air conditioning in Fresno, go to their website and you'll look and you can actually see the, does it have a shop? Yeah. It'll say uh, start a quote. Start it'll a quote. say start a quote or instant quote or buy filters is that's how theirs is set up. So they've got multiple different calls to action. Cool. So, so um, number one for anybody listening who this sounds complicated, uh, the contractor commerce actually does the, does like it's already put together. It's like you, yeah. you, you, you have to probably walk through a few steps mm-hmm. on like the, on the, what you want to offer but there's also a lot of guidance on, on what others are doing. So it's a very, very, very simple setup. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about just a little bit of implementation on this too. Sure. Um, it's, you know, once you, because this is the, this is where you and I disagreed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning when you were making the transition from Rhino over to contractor commerce, I'm like, Paul, like you have a mountain to climb <laughs> because people will put it on their site and then the best thing they do is nothing with it sure. because we got yeah. other priorities, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like the initial intention was good. But then nobody was doing anything with yeah. it. I don't want to say nobody, but you know what I mean. Like the yeah. majority weren't taking action with it, which you do have to do some things to make it work. Yeah, and that's probably where one of the biggest roadblocks is. Now, this has been a few years now. So, what kind of pro? Like one, what are what can some of these guys do if they hey, if I add this to my site, um, I'm just selling filters. It doesn't sound like that. You know, like I'm making that much money. Like it's it's worth the hassle. Well, that's already the wrong mindset right, because yeah. this thing's actually once you get it set up is doing the work for you. Once you kind of get a plan in place mm-hmm. for it, on like how you're going to roll it out, whether you work in your memberships or whatever it is. Yeah. So maybe explain to the listeners like at its base, like mm-hmm. at its basic, you know, foundational, you know, purpose. How what can they do with this? Cool, we got it added to the site. Like now what? Yeah. So the entire digital landscape for home services built on this model where you pay a company to do everything for you and your website exists in this faraway land and does its thing. Right. So like, even though you would think like employees know what's on the website and they've read the website and they use the website and customers didn't know, like it's a, it is a distant thing. So one of the early learnings we had as a company is we'd have someone come to us, like you said, and they'd be like, Oh, this idea of auto shipping filters to all my customers on um, you know, on a monthly basis and having our branding in the box and making full retail, this is awesome. So I'm going to put it on my website. Well, the only muscle they had built for digital was sign up for something, do nothing and hope that it generates ROI. Right. So that was one of the first challenges we have with contractors where we realized as a company, like, man, we have to get really, really involved with our customers to show them how to step one, take this website that is a foreign or like a faraway thing. I think I always picture it like this shed out in the back of the woods, like that you just, Oh, it's of course our website. You would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, of course you yeah, would. Yeah. Now exactly. it's all making sense. It's all a shed coming together. Back of the woods. Of course. <laughs> yeah, there's so <laughs> Sorry, many, there's so many different parallels and say there. So, um, firstly, you gotta bring that in closer to the house. You gotta like your website has to become a living, breathing part of your business and it has to become a channel. Right. And so that's kind of step one. And then the operational side, like how you engage with your customers has to change. Every single technician with every single homeowner on a demand service call, on a tune-up, on a maintenance call, on a um, an estimate has to let that customer know that whatever the the uh, whatever the outcome of the service arrangement is, you may never see this customer again. But they need to say like, "Hey, you can buy your filters directly from Lee's Air. We'll make sure that they get here, you know, once a quarter, once a year, however you want to do that." We'll charge you a price that's, you know, fair and competitive with online retailers, but we'll make sure it's the exact filter. And so here's what you need to do. 
here is a, and they hand them a little piece of paper with a QR code and their logo on it. And they say, you have a 14 by 20 by one upstairs and let's go ahead and set you up the subscription. So you never have to worry about these. And by the, by the way, since you're on a maintenance plan, we'll put these in for you. So that's kind of one use case is letting everybody in the organization know because, and here's why this is the benefit for the, um, the contractor. Hey, real quick. Sorry. And don't lose your train of thought. Yeah. What is the, what does the customer, the, the homeowner, Experience, like what's the experience? So if they drop, if, are they drop shipping these things to their house? Yeah. So, so when they get it, does it have, what does it look like? That's a great question. Thanks for slowing that down. So, um, yes, we are actually shipping it directly to the consumer's home okay. with the contractor's branding. So what that looks like is the customer goes to the website. So they're on Lee's air. They see the filters, they filter down upon intended to the size they need. They add it to cart. The checkout experience is exactly like they would check out from a Home Depot, from a Lowe's, whatever. It's a world-class e-commerce experience. It's legit. It's, it's all like PCI compliant, like legit, okay? So the consumer checks out, they get a message. Thank you for your order, Luho Bica. Your order's on the way. Here's the tracking number. They look at the tracking number. They're getting updates. It's all the contractor's branding. So now the contractor's in the DMs. Got it. Contractor's got the email. They're getting texts. Top of mind awareness. Box delivers. They open the box. It's the packing list with the, with the contractor's name in it. And it's a fully branded experience. So for example, like I live in North Carolina, but because Lou is one of our early, early customers, when I first started doing this, I bought my filters from Lou. So I know how the sausage is made. I know that it's coming out of my warehouse. There I know, we go. but, but I still feel like Lou is delivering my filters to me 2000 miles away <laughs> because I'll get an email that says Lou, oh, then this is a good play. So I'll get an email from Lou that says, don't forget to change your filter. Our records indicate that you have an X6672 and it needs to be changed every six months. Do you need to update your subscription? Let us know. And I get filter change reminders, top of mind, every yeah. single quarter. I have a bigger you know, media filter. So, That's cool. um, and then I always I'll get the delivery. I see, I see Hobika on my credit card statement. And every time like I, I'll text Lou and I'm like, thank you so much for your shipping things out to me. And it's like, it actually feels like he's shipping them. So yeah. no, nobody, let's be honest. Nobody really gives a, a shit about the filter in itself. Like it's the filter. Nobody cares about. It's the, it's the, it's the top of mind awareness that comes with it over it's and the over and over. Play. So, so that's what, and that's the play. That is what matters. And here's, yeah, it's what matters. And, and the big PE companies are, they get it. And like, they're like, we don't even want to charge the customer. We just want to put our brand in front of that doorstep once a quarter because brand recall and brand recognition and what Lou calls customer cheating happens. If you serve, there's a survey called the American Home Comfort Study. And I talk about this all the time, but they do it every two years. And there's all sorts of different findings. But one of the key findings that comes out every year is homeowners who made a major purchase for HVAC, $1,500 or more. It's like 70% can't tell you the name of the company. They just don't remember because they move on. And so you got to put your brand in front of them on and on and on. And yeah, and I could talk more about filters, but. But nobody gives a shit. But it's, so, it's, it's, it again, I say that like jokingly, but it's about the experience, dude. That's it's what, about and, the experience. And it's the brand play. Like that is the thing. Yeah. It's just like nobody wants to have to call a heating and air company in the first place. I, I'm going to push back on the filter thing. Um, and well, about what? About the, I don't give a S word. Okay. There's kids watching and you know, my mom's watching and oh your mom's watching because I'm here. Tall Paul got super soft. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about filters. We're going to talk about TAM, total addressable market. Sounds like really interesting. I can't you wait to You know hear all about, about total addressable market. So can't wait. Let's say you... You, you got to impress me right now. Okay. Let's do... Um, we're going to do Plano, Texas. You live in Plano, Texas. There's that's, five, not, that's not impressive. There, okay. The there's 500,000 people in Plano. There's another a million next to that in Allen. There's like 2 million people in this area. Okay. 1% of the markets in the, in the market for a change out, right? They're going online, they're shopping, they're calling a local contractor. Some might be on a maintenance plan. Some might have a guy, but for the most part, they're scrambling. Yep. Calling Rhino customers. Sure. <laughs> 80% of the market, like the, the, if, if you look at that, that's the smallest part of the total addressable market. Almost all of the market needs air filters. And here's the part that, that, um, needs to be deconstructed in the industry. Every single contractor listening to this, anyone who's grown up in all of the different uh, air times and one hours and next stars and success groups. I don't care what program you're in it, with the exception of some new modern thinking, everyone would agree. Maintenance contracts are important. Why? Because it keeps you in front of your customer. It helps you build that brand loyalty and you go out there and you can diagnose things and yada, yada, yada. Everybody yeah. build, because it, it makes total home. sense. 
that's an even that, that is you know bigger than the addressable market for the changeout market but the biggest part of the market is filters everybody buys filters and nobody buys them from contractors there's no loyalty there's no loyalty buying, right? so you have this opportunity to go into a, a contractor and again I'm biased but go into a homeowner and build that commercial relationship where you're hitting their credit card you're hitting the inbox you're, and then you can work your way in and be there and have an opportunity if and when they have a system that needs to be replaced, it's about loyalty. Got and then in the operational side, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna rant here for a minute, just about pure play operational filter stuff. There are contractors listening to this today. It's kind of two schools of thought. One, some some contractors have completely given up on filters. Sorry, we don't do that. You gotta get them somewhere else. That's, that's fine. I think they should capture that business back, but whatever. There are contractors who provide filters for their customers. And what that process looks like, it looks like buying them from a local distributor, cutting a PO, getting them shipped, getting them delivered, coming in, sitting on your warehouse, loading them up on a truck. And then the likelihood that that truck, I'm speaking of people with scale, 10 or more trucks, the likelihood that that truck has just the right amount of inventory to get to the customer's house and get to the right customers, assuming you're not re rerouting people, sorry. Um, it's very, very low. So here's how our customers are doing. We've got one, um, gosh, let me think. Oh, McAfee Heating. You know Greg? McAfee's been on yep. the podcast. Ohio. This guy's a stud. Yep. So the way he does it is, and this is all public information because it's on his website. He has customers that are in his Omega plan, which is where they pay them for membership. They, they, it's a membership club that includes filters. Okay, so when he goes out and runs a club membership, he carries the filters out with them. Now what he does is once a week, once a month, I, I forget the, the frequency, he'll look at all his upcoming membership um, you know, uh, calls coming up for a two-week period of time. He'll press one button within his website and drop ship 300 orders for filters to those customers so the technician doesn't have to screw around with them. Technician gets there, the box is there, McAfee filters, boom, they put them in. So again, uh, I'll, I'll get down off my filter high horse. Good but I would grief, say, man. I just, it's such, a, yeah, such an you, opportunity. You, you care about it more than probably more of the listeners because it's it's what you live in. And I'm saying, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying it like, you know. Well, I besides I, the cool cat who's clearly a fan that we see on, online. So shout out to cool cat. I love it. But, hey, cool cat. But and listen, I can, I can appreciate it because it's the world that you, you live in. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. on like, Please. nobody cares about their filter, dude. Like, and they should, but, but here's what, well, then we can debate it. I still don't care about my filters because I don't even see them. Dude, you're about they, to, they go in um, and I don't even do it. All right, let's. But but hang on. So let me uh, <laughs> let me push it back on <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, let's go. Here's what I do think is good about this. So I'm talking about the filter itself. Like I'm like, you know what? Let's let's sit around and talk about filters today. Yeah. Th those things aren't happening. Yeah. Like with the regular consumer, from a contractor's perspective, I think that's how a lot of them also think. Sure. Um. So the what? What are you pointing at? <laughs> What's up, Bill? So you're pointing at me? Bill cares about his filters. <laughs> Bill cares about filters being changed oh, out Bill on Pulte. Bill Pulte, two million up, Pulte homes. Um, that's a good, good point. <laughs> so um, anyway, I, shit, I lost my train of thought. What the hell was I going to say? Oh, God, we got to rethink you don't that care process. About hey, by the way, just pointing to me. <laughs> yeah, the cool cat cares okay. about filters. That's, is that the indicator, Ryan? Like, okay, cool. <laughs> so here's where, I, here's where I was going with that. Um, I, I, I'm, I am good with the branding play. Yeah. So... Um, back in the day, you'll remember this when we, when we built apps for contractors, like for the phone and apps for like yep. in 2013, 14 or whatever the hell it was, the whole play was that app. They're like, what the hell would I want an app for a HVAC contractor? And why the hell would a homeowner ever download it? Yeah. It's kind of the same mentality. Like nobody wants an app for it. Well, the play was if you're a part of a membership, you have preferential treatment or scheduling or service by utilizing the app and scheduling appointment through the app. But what that app would do is send a monthly push notification. It just says, ABC heating reminds you to change your filter. Yeah. That was the most valuable thing about it. <laughs> yeah. Really, because it was yeah. like the constant top of mind awareness that happened from it. So what I can see in this instance is um, if they're getting that quarterly branding from them, then you know at least you're getting one sure. rep, one rep quarterly. Even if you're doing monthly memberships, you know, in spring and fall like, yeah. or whatever you're on your main your membership, you know, like whenever you're on your, your maintenance screen, but um, you're getting four additional top of mind awareness things. And yep. to me, that's the that's the the biggest value for yeah. it because as many reps as you can get, the better it is. Yeah. That, but that's also branding, right? Is repetition, you know, things over and over again. So it's just that there's a filter in the box. Which I, here's if there was an air freshener in the box <laughs> and it said the same thing, 
It's the box, Bottle not the bourbon. air freshener. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? Think about it like this. Like I'm a big fan of direct mail right now because not a lot of people are doing it and it's had hit or miss success, but you get a giant bed, bath and beyond 20% postcard in the mail and you kind of hang on to it. Right. Well, all you the filters used to. Used to. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, bad analogy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, out of business. So, chapter, chapter 12. <laughs> tell me more about this great idea that Bed Bath & Beyond Apple. Um, but think about it like this. I'll, I'll, um, I was talking to another large PE guy and he looks at it like this. I'm, he's paying, I don't know, 50 or 70 cents to deliver direct mail to people in a certain area. What if the customer paid him $60 for direct mail for each piece? Think about it like that. Like you're going to filter is direct mail. It is your brand in their mailbox and they're volunteering to pay for it if you sell it to them. But when there's so, when they're when they're not actively searching yeah. for it, there's not actively. Well, the, yeah, any. and filters will never be. I don't say never, but um, a contractor is not going to win the filter game via Google search. Right. They just won't, right. and um, it's very competitive. That's where we play. I mean, that's how we built our original business. So, yeah, that's going to be really tough. But it's just connecting with that homeowner and just getting in, <clears throat> getting in that, you know, on the direct continual shipments. Listen, dude, here, here's why I'm pushing on you so hard because I'm trying to think of it from from the from my perspective yeah. of how I, I view it. And I'm in this world too. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I want everything that a contractor could possibly use to get a customer. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and in any way, by the way, like, yeah. so I, I'm open to it. So I want the listeners to think through this. If you, you know, think about this 10 years ago, it would have sounded insane to think like I'm taking a shower. Oh shit. I ran out of shampoo. Uh, now, does it sound crazy to say, uh, you know, I need another, you know, shampoo, I need whatever my head and shoulders, you know, shampoo yeah, yep. delivered. And it sounds like crazy. I could talk to my shower head yeah. and that thing would just send me a new bottle of shampoo without me doing totally. anything. Like today, that's a hundred percent possible. Yeah. Like, yep. so things have progressed and I'm using yeah. like a kind of a crazy no, you know, it's, scenario. No, it's not. It's a path of least resistance. But, but that is why, like even, even with AI and all this stuff, like still, it's, I still believe in a lot of ways it's, it's a buzzword being used improperly yeah. as a sales tool. Um, but it is a thing, right? And yeah. people can like, you, you heard me this morning, you're sitting at the house. I hear Alexa going off in the kid's room and Alexa's waking them up for <laughs> me anymore. I don't even got to go wake them up. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Alexa's waking them up for me. But that is, you know, the technology piece of it too. And it's just finally starting to get some momentum. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and you've, you've, you've proven that too in your world because you're sharing with me kind of the growth of the contractors utilizing the e-commerce platform that you guys have built, which is by far like the industry standard. It's the best. So I remember I, I saw, you know, over the, over the weekend too, I was watching football you know, cause I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cord cutter. So yeah. I'm a, I'm a streamer <laughs> Yeah. and I saw like a filter random company like pop up on this yeah, thing. And I'm like, yeah. who, the, who, the, who are these guys? Yeah. And I sent it to you and it was a different type of like yeah. thing. But point being is like, that to me was like a, uh, Oh shit. Okay. Like there's, this is finally yeah. starting to, you know, to catch on. So it's not going to blow your business sure. up, but it all counts. It, it all adds up. And this is just another way for those people who don't want to talk to you to your point, like is happening more and more, just want to do business without talking to you like me. Even though I bought a truck, that's a big purchase to make yeah. sight unseen and get it sent to me different because it's exciting to buy the truck. Yeah. But point being is I did that whole experience online. And the only time I had to talk to him was when I had to negotiate my price point. With totally. Him. Yeah. And that's, that's the same model. It's actually happening today. I mean, it happens all the time. Ironically, yeah. for those listening, kind of a Crazy. cool story. Yeah. Um, so one of my friends, Matt Bitten, owns uh, real time 360, uh, trenchless marketing, you know, another marketing guy. He's been on the podcast with me before. It was his truck. <laughs> one of the odds Dude. I bought his truck online. It was a specific <clears> one. Um, uh, but the experience, I couldn't was, watch someone else drive my truck period. That's yeah. an, I, I couldn't sell it in the same market. He upgraded. I, he's fine. Okay. Good. Yeah. He's a car yeah. guy. Um, Ugh. but the point being is it was an easy experience for me and, and, and in my life right now, because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the CMO of Everservice. I oversee, you know, now 800, you know, employees marking. So I have a lot on my shoulders, but I'm also the CEO of Rhino still actively running Rhino and doing to the point, you know, and this is requires a lot of attention. So I have less time to do things. Yeah. So ease of, you know, everything needs to be easy for me. Yeah. which is what made Amazon so successful. Some of these things yeah. so successful. So if I don't have to talk to somebody and get it like right now, any hour uh, is at my house working on my air conditioners. Um, and I heard White Hepper say he's going to give it to me for free. That's all I heard. I heard I mean, at least too. I thought I heard that, let, but I'm kidding. Let me ask you. So, so <laughs> uh, any hour is at your house today, right? 
and you don't know if you need a replacement or not. Right. Right. And you're, you're waiting for that call. Yeah. It's like a diagnosis that's what that I, that's what I'm assuming I'm going to hear because that's what every yeah. homeowner thinks how's, they're going how's to that hear. feel like, like be legit. I mean, I, you know, tell me how that makes you feel. Well, is there I, a hate, little, I hate spending money on stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but I, I, also, I watched you fill your truck up today and you were like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> truck does suck to fill up, but I don't want to spend money on something like that. Cause it gives me no joy. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It, it keeps me cool. So it's incredibly important, but we don't look at it like that. Yeah. You know, we don't look at it like, Hey, look what this does for the comfort of my life. Just like a filter, nobody gives you shit. Like, I suppose my air is clean. Wait till you have to I replace your system because you didn't change your filter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a legit, that's a lo- very, 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 like, contractors shouldn't want people to change their filters because it's the number one reason that compressors blow and fan motors yeah. blow. So let me ask you a question. Though. Okay. So uh, any hours coming out, assuming that Wyatt honors his commitment to give you to f- give it to you for free, that's I'm kidding, great. by the that's, way. I, mean, I totally made that but, up. But, I mean, let's just venture to guess that you're probably going to get a little bit of a discount, right? They're my customer, yeah. Okay, probably, well, let me, They'll probably give me something. So like, let's assume you need two systems replaced. And you've got a discount. How much do you think that's going to cost, Chris? If I have to get two systems replaced, I'm guessing it's probably going to cost me somewhere in the thirty dollars to $40,000 range. After the discount, before the discount? After the discount. What do you think you'll get with it? Comfort. Air, <laughs> air conditioning that works. Like, you know, that might, you know. So, it, it, that, I mean, that's what I'm paying yeah. for is comfort. Yeah. And you're an exception. You're a different end of the market, but the idea is you should, you should have a general sense. Like I know you're going to get it. You should be able to apply that discount in your head to like, okay, this is going to cost me roughly. And then, so the challenge is if you didn't have a relationship with Wyatt or, mm-hmm. you know, the industry or whatever, you'd be probably scrambling today. I'm, I'm a really yeah. bad example to ask that yeah. because I'm, because I already over, like I'm thinking about efficiency and what it would save me in my electrical <laughs> right. bill because I'm in this world. Right. So I'm a really bad totally, example to totally. ask. But the point I was going with it is, yeah. um, that was a very easy experience for me to do it. It mm-hmm. was a text message. Yeah. A text yeah. message. I've not even talked to them. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like even the technician who's coming to my house, I don't know them. Yeah. Um, and they're there today. I've never talked to them, but I've gotten the text messages and, that, yeah. and I'm good That's with that. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. So it's just another way of communicating. Just like this is another way of putting a service on your site that you, that you the contractor, can put on there. It's, I don't even, like the cost is, what is even the cost to add this thing to the site? Because I think it's important to know because you know they're always asking, well, what's this going to cost me? Yeah. And then, um, and then maybe explain how they also get uh, how some revenue comes from this too. Oh, so it's kind sure. of working for them yeah. without them doing anything. Yeah, I mean, if if someone just wants to do, you know, have an online filter store where we're handling all the execution and shipping and delivery and all that kind of stuff, it's like one ninety nine a month. And there's a small transaction fee, so if you sell, but you get access to our raw product cost. So what we do is, and this is how we've really built a lot of relationships in the industry is we only work with the OEMs. We don't do any generics. We don't do any like overseas knockoffs. We go to all of the big brand names, you name them. So Lennox Train, Carrier, Dynamic, Cook, Tryon. I mean, we go to all these companies and we have a professional relationship with them for years where we buy in bulk. So we have two warehouses soon to have five where we put, we, we buy in bulk truckload quantities. We put them in our inventory. In the moment that a contractor signs up with us, we show them what our raw cost is. They'll come in and they'll say, they'll see that we're paying X and it costs Y to get it delivered to their customer. And the first thing we do with them is say, mark this up as much as you possibly can and come up with strategy. Do you want to be competitive with Amazon or are you already selling this for a 200% markup? So in, uh, right out of the gate, contractors are saving money on filters and they l- lose that operational Is burden. there a break even point for it? Like where does it, because it's a one ninety nine a month, Where's the break even for them? Do you have any idea what that number is? I mean, like the, on how many you have to have like, uh, you know, customers maybe yep. on like, is there, you have a break. So even? the average retail sale, this is another misconception. So like you can sell a filter off your site for $6 to the homeowner, but the majority of customers are going to buy multi-packs and sign up for subscription. So the average retail value of an order is around $110 at about a 25% net, right? So you're going to make 30 bucks on an order to a customer whether it's once a year, twice a year or whatever. So, I mean, if you get a dozen customers that, I mean, I, I would look at, look at all the calls you're running today, put a little program together, use our system to track spiffs for the technicians and just get them to offer it to their customer. Give them a little QR code that we'll make for them with their brand on it that says you got this filter and get them to sign up. Cause that recurring revenue, it's literally just that we direct deposit into the contractor's bank account once a week. So if you build that up over time, it's mailbox money. And then you can use that to budget for marketing. And that's just the filter side of it. The other, the other stuff I'll get into, but um, yeah, I mean, just a half a dozen customers. Yeah. So, if, so if you've got a thousand customers, I mean, 
however many leads you're running per day, like sell them something. Someone's selling to them. Got it. So uh, the reason I kept taking you back to filters is I know you always want to go down the path of equipment, you know, and, and that's yeah. been a conversation, but, <laughs> but I'm trying to bring it to its simple, like let's yeah, yeah, crawl yeah. before we, before sure. we walk. Um, and then Ryan, keep me, keep on track if somebody is on there too, that, cause I can't see any of the questions. looks like, is it, what is that? What's the lot, lowest one say? What's that one say? I can't read it. The name, the name. Slater White. Slater. Slater, what's up? Very informative. Do not give Tall Paul that kind of information, okay? He's going to take it and run with it. No, thanks I've, for, for, I've ran for, with it. for tuning in. Yeah, he's already in. Um, but I do think it's important, like I said, to baby step into this thing yeah. because I think it would be a disservice to you to blow past that. Sometimes, but yes, I agree. I'm talking I, to your sales, yeah. you, or your, you and making sales. If you blow past that straight to the equipment, I think that's a harder... Con, you know, concept right. to to get across <clears throat> versus starting with the filter because then you can get proof of concept. Mm -hmm. You know, I say it like it's like it's it's not new. This has been around for a minute, but and there's a lot of contractors using it successfully right now. But I think it is nice to ease them into it, at least from yeah. my perspective. And you would know better than me. But I'm thinking probably more like the contractors thinking. You know, because right. I'm you're being a little bit like yeah, like how's this thing going to work? By the way, contractors, anybody who's listening to this, just so you know, I'm a believer. So I'm a believer. I'm just pushing back. No, on, I brought on Paul it, it, quite a bit. And everything's everything you're saying is legit. So it's that's not, how we work through these. Yeah, things, yeah, man. totally. Because when how I can get you get to there. stop being like a fucking salesman and actually talk to me like a human being, I'm kidding. Not true. Um, um, because you're not really a salesman, by the way. <laughs> what? Do you, how, how did you describe him once? He's like he's a good salesman who's not a salesman, but is a salesman. I don't yeah. really understand. Well, those are the type of people that we want. Like I want yeah. uh, Rhino. That's what we talk about yeah. when we hire somebody on our sales team. Is I want someone who I want a salesman who can sell who's not a salesman or, <laughs> right. or woman, yeah. whatever. Yeah. doesn't matter because I want to sell by education. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I'm trying to pull out of you here is like for the naysayers, mm -hmm. which is the majority still in comparison, the majority, how do we work through that? Right. Be because I had to do the same thing to get here, right? To yeah. even to even consider saying, hey, let's do a podcast on this because yeah. I'm the guy that's like, cool story, bro. Sounds good. <laughs> Put it on the website and anybody just shit with it. Yeah, but then yeah. as I've learned, you know, from talking to you, cause there's been a little bit of a gap there yep. and people are finally starting to come on board, but now's the time. Like yeah. now's the time to try the new stuff and to, yeah. to get into the new things. And it's a low barrier of entry to get into it. There's plenty of support and help, you know, to, um, to help you on how to implement it through your business. Besides just like the, the simple things that we're talking about, it's hard to retain all the things that you just yeah. said. Yeah. So, um, for the sake of time too, because I think we're like almost getting close. We're about 50 minutes or so into this podcast. Um, and Paul's talked for 45 of those minutes. <laughs> um, is I just really was hoping to create interest. Yeah. You know, like the listeners is, it's just another avenue that's very underutilized by your competition, which gives you a competitive edge. And there's a way that you can add to it that's low cost. It's another avenue for you to bring in yeah. not only revenue, but keep you, you know, keep you top of mind more frequently. So there's something here to it. And even if you're a small player, this is your chance. Yeah. This is your chance to do something that even your big competitors still aren't doing. You're like, well, there's a reason they're not doing it. They aren't, maybe they're not bought in yet. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know this, and this is the, this is the thing about e-commerce. I'm gonna get a little ethereal here for a moment. So e-commerce levels the playing field for the small company and the big company, just like guys who went to market early in your, like right. when you first started with, <laughs> Um, with doing digital marketing, like you could take any company and make them a player in their well, market the just by thing. doing the it thing. It was the David versus Goliath thing that <laughs> right. I loved. I yeah. loved being David and competing yeah. against Goliath. And then I brought on a bunch of Goliaths and that kind of wiped it out. But you're right. Totally. To your point, you could, you certainly, it does level the playing field yeah. with this service in particular. Yeah. So I, I think back to your point of like crawling before you walk, I agree with that. However, um, if you can convert one more visitor from your website into a quote, and if that quote can turn into a job, our average ticket across the networks, just, just over 12,000, um, it makes sense. And we charge four ninety nine a month to be able to do that. It's like, we're literally giving this away as, is, you know, that, that's a true statement. It's four ninety nine a month. It's and inexpensive, very inexpensive. So majority upside. Majority upside, you sell one job, you get one customer, it's totally worth it. And you've got a differentiation. And here's, again, back to like the first thing you do, go to Google My Business or Google Business Profile and put online estimates. Be the person in your market or into, you, Chris, you asked me specifically, what are tactical things people can do? Like look at all your marketing and look how it compares to your competitors that 90% of the marketing is all the same, like $89 clean and check, whatever. Um, what if you were to be the, the fully transparent plumber in 
X market or upfront online 24 seven, get a quote, stay cool, stay comfy, whatever that is. Like you can try to get a couple more eyeballs, build that relationship. Because once you get them started down the path, then you're, then you can market to them. The percentage to close is, it increases yeah, because they've already them. started the process with you. Yep. Yeah. So I'm a believer in, in that part of it. And that was Thank the you. whole purpose of even the app back in the day. I keep re- re- referring to it because there's kind of, there's some similarities, even though they could book their appointment from the app, it wasn't connected to their CRM at the right. time, yep. but the consumer's mind, the box was checked. Yeah. Now the home, you know, the contractor had to reach back out to them to, to you know, complete booking. Um, but they are, we're already down the path yep. and the psychology of the buyer hasn't changed that much, right? Like once they're down the path, we want things to be done easy. We're trusted. It's just the, the it's the trust factor that really we've had to wait on, yeah. you know, the, the trust to buy online side unseen, you know, believe all those things. And, and the, and let's be honest, the industry hasn't like helped with that with some of the shady people who are out there like selling the wrong way. You know what I mean? Right. It sucks, yeah, yeah. but it still happens. Um, so, but it's finally starting to, mm-hmm. you know, come about. So, um, to not go past an hour on this thing too, what I want to do is kind of give you the chance to just give your final thoughts on this too, because, because yeah. we didn't hit as much on like, um, them buying equipment yeah. online, yeah. just maybe paint the picture for the contractors on here's the realistic expectation of how you can use this thing at scale yep. to set yourself apart from your competitors. Yeah. Here's where I'll start. So everyone listening to this has had the phone call where a customer calls in and says, I just want to get an idea or a ballpark on a change out or a ballpark on a water heater. So look at what you currently have today without adding anything else. Ask yourself if you're using someone who does call coaching analysis, you would know this. And like you're, you guys have this data, like how many people ask for a price? 100% of the, well, not 100 anymore, but a large percent of the industry, they're trained to say, we don't give ballparks. We don't give online pricing. We need a comfort advisor to come out to your house to assess. And that's the, that's the path that's been ingrained into the industry. And it's not wrong. It just doesn't match the consumer's expectations. You know, so, my, you know, my theory on that yeah. whole ballpark thing. Okay. So here's what I would do. I would say, thank you for asking. It's really hard to give a ballpark price over the phone, but are you in front of your computer? Okay, great. Let's walk through this together, okay? So let's get all your information. Boom, you're capturing all that information. You get them in a range. They can see the price they've went through, and then you book the appointment to go out and customize it. Like some so systems So you're are, taking them where? To the, you're taking them home? I'm taking them to, the, to your website. I'm taking them to leesair.com and say, we, believe, we want to make it really easy for our customers to get a sense. I mean, every house is different, but we'll walk you through this. Um, we're going to have to get a little bit of information. We're going to get your square footage. We're going to find out where the indoor unit's located. We're going to find out if it's electric or gas. We're going to capture all that information. We're going to reveal three or four different pricing options. And then they're going to convert that lead. Now, the way Lou does it is... I'm sorry, 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 sorry. So so the the person on the phone is having the homeowner walk themselves through that? Walk themselves through it. Now, some people do it for them over the phone. And so all of our contractors are different. Some give a to the penny price and that's the price. And if the customer wants to put in a credit card and sign up, like they've built that variation or that those variables in and they will, they will take a credit card for the system right there. Most of them are just wanting to get in the home. So the experience that they're trying to give the homeowner is, look, every house is different. Some are 12,000, some are 25,000. Why don't we send Rick out tomorrow at two o'clock and he can walk you through all the options. You might need one that's more, you might need one that's less. He's actually gonna measure everything in your house and make sure that you get exactly and just what you need. He was gonna do that anyway, but now it's a value add as opposed to the um, you know the barrier you have to go through to get a price. I so, like that tactic. Yeah. So my, my whole thing is like, in, if someone wants a ballpark, absolutely. Yeah. We want you to be as comfortable as possible, but you're still getting out to the house. Do you remember what I was saying yesterday in that meeting about ballparks? Yeah. So I am a big believer in that. I mean, because keep in mind, we're listening to millions, yeah. millions of minutes of calls from contractors at this point to hear mm-hmm. that ballpark question come up that then, that then never, ever call back. Never. And they never become a customer. Because the answer is no. Yeah. That's what it is. So I'm a believer in at least coming up with something, at least mm-hmm. give like your, your minimum starting from, well, that starts from yeah. X, you know, but it has all these variables to it. Like we all say, but giving them nothing mm-hmm. turns into nothing <laughs> right? more yes. so than an actual sale. And I think there's significantly more upside. Everybody will be, will debate us on that, by the way, like they'll have their own, I'm telling you from all the contractors we work with, the hundreds of contractors we work with over the years, who say that I believe lose more than they could have won. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just an alternative way to get them, especially because if, if you have it on the site and you've agreed upon what the price points are, 
and you're putting in the info for them, you're yeah. not giving you're giving a pretty damn close ballpark sure. if what they tell you is true. Right. Yeah. You have the opportunity to go in and upsell based on whatever, but at least they've got their ballpark. And now you can get into the door to actually complete the sale versus saying, I wait to send somebody out. Okay, no, thank you. Yep. Click. Yeah. And when you're when a, a salesperson or a selling technician or whatever is in the home, like all that while they're trying to build value and all of that. The customer is just, they just can't see or hear anything until they see the price. You got to get that out of the way up front and early. Some cost this, some cost this. It depends. So that's the first thing I would do is look at your existing existing calls. Okay. So um, we're like 55 minutes into this. Favorite. 55 minutes. Maybe a little bit longer than that. Close to an hour now. Maybe at an hour. Doesn't matter. It's, we're, we're, we're right there at the top of the hour. So um, I want our customers to be able to con- connect with you if they have any more questions. Our customers, Jesus. Customers, listeners, yeah. you know, Slater, your mom, whoever, your Slater, mom. Slater, the cool <laughs> cat, whoever. Seems like cool cat. Maybe I've already connected with you. Seems like a nice guy uh, or gal, <laughs> nice person <laughs> or cat, um, whatever. Some, you, know, you, you just never know. You never know. You just never know. Uh, but if, if anyone wants to connect with you further or with con- contractor commerce further, like what's the best way for them to to get a hold of you? So go to, well, anywhere on social media, Paul Redmond on Facebook, Paul Redmond on LinkedIn, but contractorcommerce.com. Click talk to sales, fill it out. It'd be really helpful if you let us know that you listened to this or you came through, um, you know, through the team here at To The Point. That would be awesome. And I'll leave you with two closing thoughts, even though you told me. Um, you just have to, you have to zoom out and ask yourself, regardless of what this fall looks like, what your, that was going to be my closer, but whatever. I'll tee it up to you. Um, will more or fewer people want to shop online in the future? Like that's a pretty obvious answer. And then the last question you need to ask yourself is if your competitor was doing this, could they take a customer from you? Could they get an edge? Could they get just one more job? And I think how you answer that question is should frame how you feel about whether or not e-commerce is something you should do. That's good. Thank you. That's good. It's low risk too, by the way. Low risk. Yeah. <laughs> it's low risk. Like why not? Yeah. So, okay. Well, listen, it was so good to have you in you here, too, man. You too, man. It was good to hang out and see the kids. Glad to have you back in here. It was fun to do our first little live deal. Speakeasy last night. Uh, yeah. We did fun. the speakeasy last fun. night at the Bearded Barber. It's my, yeah. my spot. Yeah. And you got to introduce it. I got tall Paul to have one old fashioned. Boy, I, nur- fine. I, nursed, I nursed that thing too. I nursed it so long that it... It, might have been considered, but that was a total tall Paul. Move. That's a move. Total That's total my move. move. I, yeah. Man, you can't no. sleep well on that stuff, man. <laughs> I slept just fine. You do. You hey. By the way, you look great, man. You've been working out, going to the gym, oh, lifting weights. You. Did no. I hear you started a new um, skincare routine last night? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> Tell yes. me about your skincare That's routine, true. Chris. Well played, tall Paul. Yeah, thank well you. I well waited. Played, I waited. Well Anna, played. Anna sir. said you needed to to make sure yeah, you wash that's, the that's, base. That's so. really good. I think we'll save that for another <laughs> podcast. But let's just say uh, yeah, you 40, look great. Uh, Forty four years old. Um, you know, Anna, my wife talked to me into, hey, maybe you might want to take care of your skin a little bit better. You know, uh, I don't use like I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I never use sunblock or anything like that yeah. too. So I thought, you know what, maybe I should at least take care of this face. So so, yeah. To our listeners, I'm 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 man enough to admit that I purchased uh, some facial cream and I've been using it. I'm new, but by the way, what brand? Uh, I don't even know. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um, but you know what I did? It was, I was on Instagram and it popped up and I was like, this seems like a good one. I spent like a hundred and set, by the way, that shit's expensive. Yeah. 175 bucks or 150 bucks for it. And it came in. And so I'm like, I'm using this shit. So I got to get, get in routine and using it, but you look good for everybody. Thank you. Yeah. That's the most important part. <laughs> but for reference, the only reason I even uh, really considered it was even though I heard my wife say it, I'm in a text message group with a lot of my buddies that are big players I, in this industry. And that. three of those seven in my text message group are also using facial uh, cream because we're all kind of the same age. So, yeah. so I'm not alone. Let me I'm get, in, let me get in that group chat. Yeah. I don't think you can handle that. <laughs> I saw a picture yesterday. Yeah, I, yeah, cannot yeah, handle, I cannot uh, handle that group chat. It's a good one, though. Uh, anyhow, so let, let me get back on track. But I, I appreciate your zinger. Well played. Um, <laughs> we'll have to do that more often. You look great. So, so I appreciate you being in here. Like Thank It was you. good to catch up with you, too. Yeah. And it was just good to hear about the progress of the whole e-commerce platform and, and what it can do for the contractors regardless of size. Yeah. Um, I think that is something that's worth looking into. It's low risk. And this follows the same mantra that I've been talking about of like, cool, even if demand's low, if demand's high, it doesn't matter. These are still things that you should be trying to uh, get dialed in, you know, in-house. Start look working in the business or working on the business a little bit more too, whether it be your answering service and you're using, uh, you know, Nexa or whoever it is that you're using. If you're doing CSR coaching development, pay attention to those things. Um, if you are getting more involved on social, shooting, you know, videos, 
uh, getting uh, e-commerce attached to the site, like the sub, like the, the simple things, the blocking and tackling, you know, are things and yeah. like um, are important to to, you know, to to do. But this is one of those things where it's like, cool man, you have a really great player that makes that can make you better than the other team right now. You got an all star who just moved into the into town and now they're on your on your team and and you should use it because yeah. it now immediately sets you apart from your competitors, regardless of yep. the size of their business. So, so keep chipping away at it, man. Like Thanks, man. I told you it, it's a, it's a, when, when you made the transition, it's a mountain. Oh yeah. You have to climb. That's exactly what you said. And, it has been. And you're, you are making your way up the mountain, but you know, like the, you know, the, the guy that climbed to the top of the mountain didn't get, you know, dropped at the top of the right. mountain. He had to climb yep. the fucker to get there too. <laughs> yeah. And in that position, you know, it's yep. nice to be uh, on the other side of that <laughs> yeah. mountain. Yeah, but it's certainly worth it. So um, appreciate you, dude, coming in here. It was good to be able to connect with you. Hopefully everybody was uh, cool hearing the old tall Paul come back because you were on this as my co-host for I don't even know how many of the... 110. 110 episodes. Clearly he's been thinking about that since he made the <laughs> poor decision to make an exit. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, man. So to our listeners, you know, again, it's just something that you can take advantage of. You shared the information on how to get in touch with them too. You can find them on social media. He's very slow to respond. Very um, which slow. I don't, which I don't encourage about anyway. So if you text gonna, my wife. Yes. <laughs> her, her cell phone number is. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyhow, the, uh, you know, you, you, you do something, right? Like I just gave you a bunch of different examples too. And again, this is just something else that you can do to differentiate yourself. And, and I'm not always saying that you have to do everything, but you have to do, do something. something. No. Zero. Days. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, it's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, Here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.